I'm looking at our Slack and the the link I had sent to that the Hibbert uh, interview, the like the the preview picture is it's just really funny. It's it just Hibbert funny. making a funny face, mm-hmm. and I was distracted. So you went one two throw. Is that what you did? <laughs> Listen to the tape. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm looking at Hibbert's face. Boy, he's got a spell on you, huh? Mm-hmm. That's how he got all those blocks. Just look people in the eye and they just That's freeze. Right, yeah. <laughs> just melt. <laughs> they forget what they were doing. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh... It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm going to be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? Hitler. Just prepare to... Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and undebatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is October 29th, 2023, and this is episode 664. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida. The man behind the dials. This week, we're going to discuss a 2-0 week of Pacers basketball, including games against the Washington Wizards and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up? Undebeatables. A couple shout outs this week. Shout out first to my band, uh, Educators and Son. We played a, a benefit show uh, as We Will Chalk You, uh, a Queen cover band. Uh, and thanks to everybody that came out. It was a really fun time. Uh, somehow learned ridiculously hard Queen songs and felt okay about it. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, shout out to the my soccer team who... The following morning, uh, had a dramatic comeback win, scored a goal in mm. the, well, the equivalent of the 90th minute, the 50th minute for us, but uh, <laughs> to get a win. Uh, but most importantly, shout out to my lovely wife, Jill, with whom I celebrated an anniversary this week. So shout, shout out. out. Congratulations. Shout out. From... Asheville, North Carolina. He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. It's John with the homogenous zones. Colson. <laughs> uh, what is up, Pacer Nation? What is up on the Google Bulls? Uh, shout out to the Pacers. Uh, as far as I can tell from the information that I have, uh, we're going to go undefeated this season. That's how Sweet. statistics work. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
from Boise, Idaho, out west. It's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Big thank you to the uh, Pacers organization for extending Rick Carlisle. Mm. Very excited. Uh, 63-year-old Rick Carlisle was extended to a multi-year deal. Got his also got his 898th career win this week. So nice. he's staring down 900, hopefully, before we pot again. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, his original nice. deal was three years. Is that correct? I don't know. We, we're anxious to get him locked in now that we're, you know, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they actually, they did that after game one, and uh, nice words from Pritchard said, uh, quote, it goes without saying that Coach Carlisle is one of the most creative and successful coaches in the history of the league. So there was never a question that he continues to be the right person to lead our team. Nice. Shout out. All right. Well, before we get too far into the show, would like to remind listeners that they can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. Well, we're into, you know, real NBA basketball. This is very exciting. You know, this is uh, uh, something a little nice to look forward to you know, at the at the end of a, uh, some of these days, and uh, you know we got a real basketball. So Pacers started out in friggin' sweet fashion. In fact, we're going to start out with my stat of the week. Hmm. Joey, stat of the week. Game one, Pacers win, one forty three to one twenty, but. This is 143 is the uh, fifth most points by a team in a season opener in the history of the league. By any team. Yeah, by any team. Definitely not just the Pacers. Right. No. <laughs> that might be fifth most in franchise history. <laughs> it's 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 up there. Uh, number one was Golden State. In 1990, with 162, Whoa. it's gonna be tough to eclipse this season. <laughs> Which actually is uh, closely followed by the number two team, Denver, which was scored in the same game. Mm. It was a 158 to 162. Mm. Mm. <laughs> a lot of defense being played. And then Boston and a team that I am uh, not sure who they are. It's SFW. San Francisco Warriors. San Francisco Warriors. Uh, there we go. Maybe. That makes sense. I'd, I'd believe that. In 1967, they dropped 144. And then the Pacers against a... a team that does not exist the the Seattle Supersonics mm. all these teams are moving around yeah and then and then we did it on opening night against a team that also doesn't exist <laughs> so yeah so game one Pacers uh, uh, really putting the putting the gas pedal down uh, dropping 143 to, to Washington's 120 
um, you know, big standouts uh, scoring wise that game. Bruce Brown, uh, he hit six threes, which helped him along um, with his 24 points. Tyrese Halliburton, 20, uh, 20 points. He looked fantastic. Uh, Benedict Matherin, uh, 18. And Obi Toppin and Miles Turner both with 11, which, uh, you know, you get all, double digits out of all five starters. Uh, plus Buddy Heald, uh, Nemhard, and Jalen Smith in double figures. Uh, they looked real good. Looked real good that game. Uh, moving into the second game last night, Pacers took on the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, on the road in Cleveland. And when this one, 125-113, there was a, a flurry of three-pointers three to, to finish the game off. And uh, there was no chance for, for Cleveland to get back into that one. Uh, Halliburton, I think, hit three you know, three consecutive threes, uh, which basically just put the game out of reach uh, toward, towards the, in the last uh, last few minutes. He ended up with 21. Miles Turner, real nice game. Uh, 21 points, 12 boards. And, and Halliburton had 13 assists, by the way. So two double-doubles out of those guys. And uh, Aaron A. Smith, 26 points off the bench on fire. Fantastic. So we're starting off two and zero. Colson, you know, we're, we're looking at an undefeated season, you know, in all likelihood. Um, you know, I the thing that I think that we need to look at now is, you know, you don't win the championship in in the first, uh, you know, with the regular season, like the Warriors, in uh, you know their ill-fated season. Was seven, it was seventy three and nine, and, and did not win the title. That's right. Um, should we learn lessons from them and and take our foot off the gas? I see, and not try to go undefeated. Yeah, <clears throat> sure. Or we could just do it and say, hey, you know, no one else has done this. Yeah. Sure. Or we could just like try to rest up for the playoffs after we hit like seventy six or seventy eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think there was a, a, some some great takeaways uh, this week. Uh, one, I think I, I texted the group that I thought I was accidentally watching the Pacers on one and a half speed. I mean, they are <laughs> just so fast. And they get the ball and they just run um, at all times. And that's how you put up 143. Um, uh, and then the other thing that I was been really excited about um, is, is seeing what the rotation was going to be. And, and we may talk more about that in, in the, the next... Um, next show, but um, you know, it looks like uh, Neemhard and Neesmith are on the inside, and, and even Jalen Smith are on the inside of the bench. Um, and uh, you know, I guess McConnell got his minutes in game two, but was you know, not played in game one. Um, and Isaiah Jackson's not really seeing the floor, uh, either as, as Wara. So, um, interesting stuff. I'm sure it's a long season and we'll figure this stuff out, but it was interesting what uh, Carlisle came, uh, came out with. Yeah, you wonder. There, there, if, I mean, there will be matchup dependent things, but sure. I mean, uh, yeah, this was just super impressive. Like this, this two games of basketball are um, Colson's sort of wet dream of Pacers basketball. They <laughs> shot the ball amazingly well in both mm-hmm. games, uh, and assisted in game one had oh. thirty eight assists on fifty six field goals, and in game two 
36 assists on 48 field goals. That's an average of something like 72% of buckets made are assisted, which your goal, Colson, is always 50%, right? Like yeah. If, yeah. So, I mean, my so, new, my, we've raised the bar. My goal is 75 now. Okay. <laughs> so we did it once. We did it in one game. So, yeah, but yeah no, I want, I want half like of all how, how, baskets uh, assisted. Well, these guys are moving the ball. And, uh, yeah, you know, in, in the Washington game, both, uh, you know, Halliburton had 11 assists and Nemhard off the bench had 10 assists. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's super fun to watch. Yeah, excellent start. Uh, obviously, the competition level was not the highest in these two games. Uh, the Washington Wizards slated to be one of the worst in the league. I'm pretty sure that at least two, probably three of us had them as the worst in the league. Not sure. I yep. can't remember. Uh, yeah, Vegas. probably. Um, and we got off to a little bit of a slow start in this game, uh, honestly. It took a little while for us to, to find our seats. Actually, I was watching it without sound, and in my head, the season didn't start until the Cavs game. So I was like, you know, I'm like, in the second quarter, I'm like, man, I'm really liking these guys' effort for a preseason game, man. These guys are getting after it, man. <laughs> they're going to put up 140 in preseason. They're put up 140. They're not careful. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I get to the fourth quarter, and I, uh, of course, realize. But, I, you know, super fun game to watch. I didn't turn the thing off. And then... You know, obviously against the Cavs, just a horrific start against them. Go down, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. 27-12. 27-12, I think was, yeah, was the, and brought in the bench. It looked like maybe they were going to make something happen and then kind of fell down. And it, it, it really took some time for us to, to get it worked out, especially considering that they're sitting, um, you know, Garland um, and Mitchell. Uh and Jared Ricky, Allen. And Jared Allen. They're missing three fifths of their starting. Well, and Mobley. Isaiah, not Evan. But yeah, still, okay. it's Mobley. <laughs> Ricky Rubio didn't get any time. I mean, you know, that's a lot of guys to play without. So we, we knew they were going to come out with a ton of injuries. So we knew we were going to have to weather that storm. But it really wasn't until, you know, the, the game was closer than it appeared in the final box. It wasn't until, you know, the, the latter half of the fourth quarter, this really got, a, got decided. And at that point, some fan decided to get in Tyrese Halliburton's ear uh, and let that be a lesson to uh, fans on the road. Uh, Maybe don't talk trash about him talking trash to the refs because he's going to light you up. Yeah. He just just looks like he's got command. Yeah. Because he was, he struggled most of the game. I think Mm -hmm. he had two points in the first half and just couldn't find his shot, couldn't get loose. I mean, he was finding guys, he was creating things, but scoring wise for himself. And then he just, he just lit it up in the fourth quarter and, yeah, like you mentioned, Joey, three straight threes down a stretch that just kind of iced the game. I mean, the Pacers had a comfortable, I would say, eight to ten point lead most of the second half. A lot then, of body blows, but yeah, Cleveland, didn't yeah, away. was getting close, like within four or even two, maybe at one point. And then mm-hmm. uh, Tyrese said, "All right, enough of this. I'll I'll just take this game over. Thanks very much." Yeah, it feels like he's got a command of the of of. Of his own game right now, and you're right. I mean, even when he's missing shots, you just feel like he's making the right decisions. Some of the passes he's making is just just ridiculous, and we knew that. But just watching it in in real time is such a joy, you know. And just the 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 no look to the corner three, you know, that just happens three times a game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that makes guys wide open, and then that's why we're hitting a lot of three pointers. Um, 
you know, and the pace is, you know, dictated by him. And, you know, we gave up a lot of points and you're like, well, maybe that's the defense. It's not. It's our pace. You know, we're just there's so many possessions. The other team's going to score points. I was actually really um, happy to see the defensive uh, effort. And, you know, not not every possession, but I really felt like we got after it. Uh, uh, You know, particularly I was looking after Matherin. Um, and to see how he was, um, you know, presenting himself on the defensive end. And, um, you know, it's still hit or miss, but I felt like he was giving more effort maybe than I was giving him credit in our preseason, uh, you know, predictions. Um, that was good to see. It'll be better this year, but, uh, you know, I- I'm going to withhold judgment until we play a-, a real team with their real starting five on the floor as far as that goes. I, you know, I, I did love, you know, Rather than just resting all our guys, we're going to be able to rely heavily on our bench and hopefully be able to work some load management out of that throughout the course of the season. So, you know, we didn't have to play, you know, Halliburton 35 minutes on opening night, right? We get to only play him 28. We put a game plan out there for Bruce Bowen. He goes nuts. Best debut for a pacer. 24 points. Six of eight from three. Uh, Ball touched him a lot, and uh, he made good use of it. Super pesky on defense. Great outing for him. I don't know if we put something together for Neesmith in that game too or whether he was just stoked for that extension, but but boy, he sure found his way to the ball all game. 26 points, career high for him. Super, super great game for him. That was just awesome to see. Yeah, no, he's he was celebrating his uh, contract extension in style. Yeah. Um, three years, $33 million, is that right? That is correct. Um, so he will be... Uh, basically, it's him and Halliburton, along with our rookies, that are the now guaranteed contracts that will um, be here in three seasons. You know, as long as everybody stays together. If he can keep doing that, we should extend him again. Like, yeah. Today, you know. Yeah, exactly. Can we extend <laughs> Just, him a day every day? Sure. Right before Whatever. a big game, maybe. You don't want to overdo it. You know. <laughs> going to bog down the accounting department, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, another newcomer that I've been pretty happy with uh, is Obi Toppin. I mean, his mm. box scores aren't really going to, you know, stand out. You know, he's 11 and 4 or whatever each game, I think, basically. Um, no, he had four points in the, the Cleveland game. But I've, I've enjoyed his activity. I feel like he's been made himself present on the defensive end. He hasn't been a hole. There was actually one play where, I mean, Evan Mobley was on fire that game, and there was a couple plays where Toppin actually stood up to him and made him take tough shots, which I thought was very impressive. Um, and we don't need him to s- carry the scoring load, I don't think, really at all. So whatever we get from him is like gravy at some level. And he's he got a nice run-out dunk. Well, everybody got a nice run-out dunk against the Wizards, <laughs> but he got an especially nice one. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so I, I think that that so far is working out pretty well. Yeah. And, I think first play of the season, we went to a little backdoor lob dunk to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's fun to watch. He gets up and down the floor great for a big guy. So for a team who likes to run, he's going to have his impact. And got a couple blocks. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I was watching for on his uh, the defensive side because he did exactly what you said he would do, which is he just jump out of the gym and, and get some alley-oops and whatnot. But... Um, 
I'm with you. I, I was concerned in preseason about his level of interest on in the defensive end, but I felt like he was, you know, poking balls away. He was in the right stance. Like, I mean, he's not um, a lockdown defender, but he seemed engaged on that end, which is what I was concerned about. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, everybody just seemed to like to play basketball these last two games. Yeah, well, the activity level was super high, which was great to see. But also, it should be. I mean, even with our third unit out there, uh, we looked pretty darn effective. We were the, I think we were the leading bench unit in the league last season, and based upon what we've done so far, you can expect that to happen again. I think we got 59 against Washington or something. Um, you know, these guys are going to be playing for minutes all season. Nobody, no, nobody gets to just sit there and be there. There's going to be a lot of competition up and down the roster to, to fight for more minutes and I, th- I think this is one of those teams that can do it and have that competition and maintain a positive locker room, which is kind of a, mm-hmm. a thin line to walk. But uh, th- th- this could be a this could be a really special season for us. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, indeed, and it's a nice luxury to have, right? Because I think what we saw in these first couple games, especially coming out of the gates, is a little bit of. Um, hiccups from the first unit especially on the offensive end uh, <laughs> i don't think everybody's quite knows exactly what their role is and how everything's going to mesh and that will come with time and so it's excellent to have this like deep bench like both of those games we got off to slow starts and i was just like all right well our second unit is just going to murder their second unit so we'll probably make up this this deficit or whatever you know? yeah you know what fixes that is buddy healed just yeah. coming in like a flamethrower <laughs> Sure. You know, it was like, oh, we're having a slow start, but he heals on the court with the starters, and boom, he's just lighting it up. So, well, yeah, and to have both Nemhard and McConnell to come in and just be table setters for right. everybody, right? Like, sure. I mean, Nemhard looked amazing in the. He looks so good. Like he is so under control, and yeah. like, you know, because McConnell didn't get minutes until the very end of that Wizards game, and you're thinking, like, well, you know, like, I'm okay with this because Nemhard looks like he's ready to take the reins, and uh, you know, but then. You know, because of matchups, he, he, uh, McConnell ends up getting a lot of minutes in the, the Cleveland game, and it was super effective. And that's such a luxury to have to just throw out a guy there that's like a change of pace guy and, like, you know, gives energy and will get the crowd involved at home. And But we still kept Nimrod on the floor, too. I mean, that's the thing. You know, yeah, the ability together, to, like, yeah. put him at two, and, uh, you know, you just have so many people that are willing to share the ball. I mean, you know, we talked about in the preseason pod about whether we can keep this guy off the floor. And the answer is no. I mean, he's going to be playing, you know, over 20 minutes a game all season as long as he stays healthy, you know. This kid's fantastic. And, and what a luxury. You know, you look at what he was doing in that Wizards game. It's like, well, now you can keep Tyrese on the bench a little bit longer on that first right. break and bring him back out against the second unit, which is just kind of cheating. I mean, <laughs> yep. you shouldn't be allowed to do that. They were already playing their second unit. Wait, the Wizards have a first unit? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I didn't get the memo. What did you the guys pain. think of the Bilal Koulibaly experience? Were you, uh, he's very well. Well, yeah, was, I was kind of mad. Active too. Kind of mad we didn't uh, draft him. Jarris Walker I, wouldn't see in any minutes, you know? I was hoping he was going to fall to us, but they, they picked him high. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, he hit a cut. He hit his first NBA shot uh, bucket, was a three pointer. And then he yeah. had three blocks, I think, in that game. And he, he was ball handling better than I thought he look, could for didn't how look scared. Yeah, really for how ball. big he like, is. Yeah. I mean he's yeah. been playing professional ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's gonna true. be something. 
Yeah. yeah. We'll see if we'll see how that shot develops. If it can be consistent. Right. And when, you know, Woman Yamba's unhappy in four years, she's going to go to the Wizards. Yeah, with... I'm sure that's the direction of travel that's going to happen. <laughs> Sounds right. Hang out with his old friend, Kula Bali. Yeah, you know. I did uh, the the pre the last preseason game uh, against the Cavs at home. I did get uh, uh, some amazing seats, uh, thanks to Connor. Oh, yeah, we need to hear about this. You were, you were well, like, on you were on the court, right? We were in row three. Oh my uh, goodness! Which was great, you know, and and uh, you know, there's there's uh, uh, the restaurant area. You know, you get get uh, to go down there by the tunnel and stuff, and um, yeah, you you hear them talking and stuff. But that game, so it was a preseason game, and it was significantly more contentious than I thought it should be. Um, there was there were hard fouls uh, on, you know, it's a preseason game. And it, and it was like from, you know, rotation players were like banging on each other and stuff. And there was, you know, there was regular season intensity. There was regular season complaining to the refs. Um, there was, uh, there was John. George and Yang was like running his mouth. Yeah, like he didn't a lot. stop until... Until our next yeah. game with them was over. That's super <laughs> no. interesting that you observed that because Quinn Buckner kept commenting on that during the game. He was like, "This is a <laughs> this is a, a playoff game. <laughs> like this is nuts. It was wild. Yeah. yeah, we were. You know, I was like talking to Connie during the game. You know, we both were basically like, um, you know, we 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 appreciated that they were doing that because it was like more fun to watch. You know, but on the other hand, we're like, hey, like. Don't get hurt out there, guys. Yeah, like yeah. It's, this means nothing. Well, maybe, but it, I mean, maybe the maybe the schedule setters know something, and you know, having a couple teams have a couple early games against each other in the season, maybe there's a you know a little extra in the tank for that preseason game. So that is one possibility, which you know we've got that that yeah that tournament game coming up real soon. Um, but also, there could just be something like they maybe the the schedule makers know about George and Yang. Like maybe he's just a, an instigator, and you know maybe this is about him. Is, is he bitter know. about our parting? Did we not take I, I care of the man? That's my first. You know, that's my inclination. You know, but like because he he hit a three, and then he would just 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 go, just run in his mouth. Also. He also, to me, did not have the build that, you know, his physique was not the same as many of the other players. You know, mm. you look at those guys, you're like, this dude, these dudes are professional athletes, and and Yang looks a little, little doughy. <laughs> but I mean, but he's out there, whatever. He's playing the game. Yeah. I mean, he's making shots. He's doing, he's doing the the stuff. But so aren't uh, I think the, they mentioned on the on the uh, broadcast that uh, Halliburton and Yang are buddies. So yeah, yeah. Mm, the okay. Iowa State guys. Yeah. Yep, a little extra going at each other. Sure. I tell you what, the, I yeah. I feel like that Cleveland team is going to end up being all right. Like they're <laughs> one and two now, but holy sh- Nikes are they deep? And they play defense like none other. I mean, and this is their you know we saw their second and third units right, and it yeah. was hard to score against them. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be good. And Mobley looks like he took a leap. So. Yeah, I, from that game that I watched, uh, Donovan Mitchell did play, and he was, God, you know, just 
just filthy moves left mm-hmm. and right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just he's tough to guard. And uh, Karis Levert was still that guy is still great. Uh, Max Struess was was getting work done, and and Mobley also was was uh, just kind of eating us up. You know. Well, you mentioned that uh, in season tournament game. Joey on Friday. The Pacers actually have four games this week. Uh, oh, three wow. of them in the friendly confines of the Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Monday, October 30th, taking on the Bulls. That's a home game at 7 o'clock. Wednesday, travel to Boston to play the Celtics. That's a 7.30 tip. And then Friday, the first game of the in-season tournament, hosting those same Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and then Saturday, our first back-to-back of the season, uh, hosting the Charlotte Hornets. That Cleveland game is the first of a one, two, three, four, five game homestand for the Pacers. So, good opportunity to get out to the field house to see these guys play over the next couple weeks. Predictions? Four game week? I'm going two and two. I think we okay. lose the Boston game and then we lose the Charlotte game after a huge uh, emotional win to uh, go one zero in our group and uh, group pool for the play-in tournament. Okay, I like it. Wait, Colson, are you so that puts them at eight eighty and two for the year? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's my uh, that's okay. my new prediction. Yeah, with seventy five percent assist rate the entire season. Yeah. <laughs> The two losses will be this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm getting them out of the okay. way early. You know? <laughs> uh, Appreciate. That. I'll take I'll take three and one. Uh, I, don't know, I, I don't know if you saw. I think is Zach Levine posted 51, and they still lost to the to the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Chicago. <laughs> it's gonna be a long season. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take, take the sweep. The... This team's. Uh, oh, okay. uh, I'm buying into the hype. Let's do it. There's only one way to get okay. to 82-0. and 0. That's right. I'll do a I'll do a one and three, but we win our we win our uh, tournament game. Get Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so we're just way too focused on that. And that's what it is. Everybody. <laughs> hey, you know what though? You know what? We get you know like the, you get hardware. You know you get hardware. You get to keep you in the building money. if you win this tournament. So sure. I, I want to hang a in season tournament banner in the. <laughs> Cambridge, it's gonna be house. you know like that's kind of the fun thing about having more than one you know more than one thing to, to compete for because then you know we uh, we get something. I'm excited. I'm, I think they're all gonna bring some extra juice on uh, on Friday. All right, let's see what happens. As Colson says the juice is loose. Direct quote. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, in our uh, normal cadence, which we are in now, we are going to be back with you uh, Thursday this week to discuss some things in depth. Until then, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter at Undebeatables we're on facebook.com slash theundebeatables our website is theundebeatables.com there's a contact form there you can use that to send us a message uh, we've got an email 
shout out at theunabeatables.com and at the website slash store is where you get your swags. So Joe, I was just reflecting on, on, you know, the, the two shows this week and I know we're a little rusty. Um, I'm concerned that you gave your stat of the week in the Monday show. Mm-hmm. I don't, do you have a stat of the week for the Thursday show or is, or is everybody just, they were just, they ever got their stat of the week already? Because uh, it's the stat of the week. If you do two, it's the stat of the semi-week or whatever the hell it is. That's true. Uh, also, I don't think yeah. Harper has the, the jingle. Like, what are you doing to us? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are problems that we will we'll cross those bridges when we get to them. Deal. Okay. <laughs> For the architect, Dottie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sicklinard. Turn out the lights, the party's over, and basketball's back. Mm. I took uh, I took the boy down to the Hundred Acre Woods because there's well, the reason I went there today was because there's that cool, you know, basketball piece, mm-hmm. um, and he loves like when we go anywhere. The what he does is he points out basketball goals. And he just tells everybody. That's all he pays attention to. So I was like, this is a art piece about basketball goals. So let's go there. And it was cool. And he loved it. And then he walked into the lake and fell down. Like, <laughs> against my advice. <laughs> So we cut that that trip short. So it was a little wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just gets this little smile. I was like, "Do not do any more. Do, do not do not take another step." And he just gets this mischievous smile and and keeps going. <laughs> this is the stage we're in right now. Tell me what to I do. I think that stage lasts until about twenty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It smelled like lake water on the way home. So, <laughs> and since he had uh, rain boots on, the water like stayed in there, and sure. he was like making squishing sounds uh, on the whole way back. So, which he probably loved. That was hysterical. Uh, yeah, he just kept doing it. That's great. <laughs> Sound like uh, this is your fault, Joey. You've created this monster. I mean, literally. <sighs> Joey, I felt like you were early on your own go. Is that even possible? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I thought I was the. According to uh, the Kevin Garnett, anything is possible, Joey. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> Oh, I keep forgetting that. Wait, was it on? Was it on three or was it on go? It was on I go, but I just I didn't feel like I got my normal amount of time between the three and the go. I see. Maybe. I well, the pro- part of the problem is uh, 